Hello, and welcome to episode 53 of the FOMOcast. We're here recording in my very empty office. We're uh, making some changes, and if you hear some echoey or you hear some birds going, um, that's because uh, uh, it's empty, and we're uh, using a dog crate as a desk right now because nothing's in here. Um, That's that popping noise one was the top of the dog crate. Um, I want to say hi to Timothy Mendoza. It's been a couple weeks. We miss you, Tim. Uh, Thank you to Amanda and Victor. Victor, where you at? I just sent you a message. You're supposed to bring my hats over today and bring donuts. Arnaldo wants his donuts. He's so upset now. Um, I'm not. <laughs> and then uh, we want to make sure you go to the Pod Bros Network. Pod Bros. Podbros.com. Check out everything we got there. Um, it's been a very hectic two weeks. We had Comic-Con and all that kind of stuff like that. So we're going to dive into Comic-Con stuff, dive into movie stuff, dive into something. Um, it's, it's not even really a rant, but it's something interesting that I found. Um you know, when I was looking at some certain things on the internets, uh, I had I have a very strong opinion about certain things. And I, you'd be shocked at what I found out of a certain movie. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're just all over the board today. Uh, we'll probably go into that whole um, Drake challenge and the La Chona challenge. You know, it's inspiring kind of thing. But uh, first we have... Fact number 53 for our 53rd episode. Are you ready for it, Chris? I'm ready for it. All right. So the number 53 is actually the racing number of Herbie, a fictional Volkswagen Beetle with a mind of his own, first appearing in the 1968 film The Love Bug. Okay. Herbie the Love Bug. I used to love watching that um, that that movie, all the movies, really. I mean, even the newer ones with Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. they're all pretty much the same kind of thing, though. And I guess when you get older, you start realizing it, but... Everybody can love Herbie the Love Bug. Yeah. Uh, so make sure if you have any if any cool facts for our next couple of episodes, go to Facebook.com plus FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram, and go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash FOMOcast. Um, I'm hoping with Pod Bros Network, uh, we might uh, have a hand over their logo logo to them and maybe um have them they have a t- uh, teespring page they put all the podcast shirts and stuff like that on there so maybe we'll start doing that too but um let's start with some news that happened while we were gone so uh What's up? so much stuff has been going on so um the one i i didn't even mention to you when we were pre-gaming um so the game of thrones spinoff is gonna start filming in october already oh, nice. so what i'm thinking is I think they're going to try and capitalize off the finale of the Game of Thrones and then do maybe a teaser episode or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've done that before. Like, not, not them specifically, but um, like, for example, The Walking Dead. Remember they like premiered like Fear the Walking Dead like right after, like the thing was like the next week after the finale. Yeah. So maybe it could be something like that. I mean, it's one of those things. Uh, I'm excited because I feel like that was really far. I'm sorry. It, 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 it's it's a, it's a tough situation we're in right now, but yeah. um, it, it's it's interesting because with uh, Game of Thrones, um, they already said that the the, the prequel. Oh, there you go. There you're we using go. your hand. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Part of the noise. Okay, there we go. There we this go. is way better. Yeah. So. Um, with with Game of Thrones, they've already said it's not going to be anything. You're you're, you're going to know some names because they're obviously going to go back. You look like a sportscaster. Right? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, they they go back in time. They're going to go. I think with the first men. Um, so more than likely, you're going to have some Starks involved. Yeah. You're going to have some Lannisters involved. I'm going to pose for the camera right now. I'm done. Um, but uh, 
I'm excited for it because Game of Thrones, for me personally, we talked about it before about how I just didn't get into it to begin with. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and binge watch it. And you become a huge fan. Once I got past, I think like episode five or six, because it was just kind of boring those first so many episodes. And I don't want to sit there and see somebody have to murder their dog because, you know, he has to kill the dire wolf in the very beginning. And it just it, it just didn't feel right, you yeah. know. So then I got past the – well, ironically enough, Robert Baratheon was what I guess I couldn't get over, his character. Yeah. I, I liked him. I, I love him as an actor. He's on the, one of my favorite shows of all time. I can't remember the name of it anymore. But um, – it was on a long time ago. I used to watch it probably during high school. Great, great show, but I'm excited for what they have in store because have you been hearing that the, 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 um, the rumor is, is that, uh, George R. R. Martin, not George R. R. Martin, uh, what's his name now? Oh yeah. George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin. Um, he has the winds of winter done already mm. and he's just trolling everybody. He has it done. It's going to get released, but I think it's smart not releasing it yet because what's going to happen when Game of Thrones, the final season comes out? People are going to be like, oh, where's the book? Oh, I'm going to read the book. Oh, it's not true to the book. And, well, you know, you can all eat me on that one. So, um, so <laughs> Have you seen the movie Logan Lucky yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. So they totally make references to um, Game of Thrones in this one scene, and it's hilarious. Really? Yeah. I'll have to watch it. Um, so, small note, Indiana Jones, five delayed production by a year um, because things weren't adding up just quite yet. And Spielberg, I think he has two other movies to film. So it's delayed. Um, I don't know if Harrison Ford's going to make it that long because he looks rough and he looks really old right now. And, you know, no offense to him. Love him as an actor, but he's getting more and more crotchety. I don't know how he's going to make it through, you know, (laughs) filming of Indiana Jones, another one. So um, we have that Um, real quick. We're just rapid fire. Um, So Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker's movie uh, is going to start filming this fall. Yeah, It's supposed to be like an independent film, right? It's it's supposed to be. It's like a weird standalone that's not connected, kind of similar to how, I don't know if you remember how they were thinking about maybe doing the Batman as, uh, or not the, uh, the Flash movie, having uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan play Batman because it'd be an alternate timeline. Yeah. Because everyone was going crazy because he was Batman's dad and whatever, which whichever one of the Dark Knight movies it was. Yeah. And so everyone's kind of like, oh, that would be kind of, you know, cool. So I think this Joker is kind of similar where he's not going to have any future. He's not going to have any past unless he does great. I mean, that's the tough part is is you don't, I mean, how do you make a movie like that where you don't, you don't really know like what happens if he does, he does this performance and he's another Heath Ledger and he's better than Jared Leto. What do you do then? So what I think they're doing is I think they're purposely having a Jared Leto Mm-hmm. And they're having a Joaquin Phoenix. That way, if one of them does better, they're the one that's going to be in the new Batman it's standalone. Almost like, almost like a death match. Basically. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I'm not. But, but the thing is, too, like with DC, they have the multiverse. Like, they could really exist. You can do pretty much anything. Anything, yeah. So, well, speaking of DC, do you want to talk about your, how you feel about the Aquaman trailer? Yeah, I think it was meh. <laughs> Mainly because of the fact that when he, you kind of get taken into his planet or his world, which is supposed to be Atlantis, right? Yeah, it looked a lot like Jar Jar Binks's 
um, home, and it just it look. I don't know what it is. That movie just looks so like cheap, and I'm and I know they spent a lot of money. On well, it. what bothers me the most about the trailer is it confuses the hell out of me. Yeah, because. And then that he's not line so, when he's, he's like he gets in the submarine he's like permission to board. Well, he's not supposed to know where he came from. Yeah. So I don't understand how he knows who all these people are and what's going on. And his half brother. Right. Um I did like the scene where he's getting bullied in the aquarium. Yeah. And um, the shark gets all crazy. I don't get why his eyes change colors though. Yeah, I don't know that some of that either. It was weird. I was like, okay, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, okay, he's he's a demon now or something. Wouldn't it be uh, blue because of the ocean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's what was funny is because you know the Aquaman from the comics is blonde hair, blue yeah. eyed. So, you know, I I do like his look in it because he it feels very mermanish. Like he, he he you know if you were to see him in some sort of you know. Sci-fi thing, yeah. like where he's wearing, he has a fin or, or a tail kind of thing. He would look like, you know, what you would see, what you would anticipate, what a merman would look like. But merman. But I, mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm excited for it. But what made it worse was how good the Shazam trailer was. Yeah, that one. That one looks like that could relaunch the whole I mean, franchise. That's why that's why they were saying they made a, a joke that, you know, DC doesn't need a reboot. This is what they need right here. Yeah. And that's why I, I think is um they tried too much gritty. Like they were trying to make um the Flash be a kind of comedic relief in Justice League. And you can't have that in a gritty film. No. This is my favorite part was like Charge your phone, charge your phone, charge your phone. Boof, yeah, and blows his phone up. And I'm like, this is just so funny. And um, Very big, uh, very big, like like the movie Big. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about, dude. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, and what I liked about it too was is how ridiculous, um, what's his name, the guy that plays the, what's his name name again? Uh, Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. How ridiculously buff he is but his face is so childlike when he's like reacting like he's like whoa yeah and it's just you know it's a great it's a great at least in the trailer very good acting yeah the cool cool thing for him is playing both dc and marvel what was it was he gonna be in marvel oh here he he was already in marvel he was was a part of thor's crew oh (laughs) well yeah that's not well that same thing was happening with leto we talked about last time same thing there's not as much allegiance anymore because before they used to make you sign an exclusive deal because you weren't you know bouncing back and forth and i think it'd be funny if uh captain marvel went over and was in dc and was mrs marvel Mm -hmm. because they have have a captain marvel too i think well that's what shazam's name was originally oh that's right yeah and they changed it yeah because of the similarities in name, really. That's no, the only whatever. Thing. Characters you are know. completely different. But it's really cool, though, that, um, yeah, that was that was a really, really impressive yeah. trailer. Even the trailer for um, the, off, off of these uh, Fantastic Beasts look awesome. Too. I was just talking about that, the yeah. Crimes of Grinwald. So I hadn't watched Harry Potter in forever. Yeah. Got them all on iTunes. I've watched all, every. I went through every single episode or every movie. Um, you should have just watched them on HBO. They the pe- they're not on HBO anymore. Well, no, I'm saying when they had it. I didn't think oh. about it. <laughs> so um, I watched them all, and they're fantastic. Like, you forget how great they are. Even as time progresses. Yeah, they still hold up. Still hold up. Yeah. And I think the big thing about the Harry Potter movies is they're a lot darker. Yeah. So I haven't watched Fantastic Beasts. Oh, it's But um, 
I actually started watching it last night, so I'm partway through, so I'm going to watch it again. But that um, Johnny Depp looks fantastic. Yeah. Looks like he plays a great villain. I like Jude Law. I like the fact that this one, but it, it's weird though because um, it looks like it's this one takes place before Fantastic Beasts. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes place before Fantastic Beasts and Where to well, Find it's, Them? It's, I think it's where, I think it's like, like bouncing back and forth. So it's like giving you a little bit more uh, uh, context on uh, Newton's Commander. Because Newt, it shows him in Newt's class. Commander, yeah, yeah. It shows him in class. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is it just flashing back to him being with Dumbledore. Yeah. And then, then Dumbledore's asking him to do something for him yeah. after the fact. Correct. It's present day yeah. on the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was confused. I'm like, he wouldn't be able to go do all the things he was doing if he was still a student at Hogwarts. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's like, a, like a little flashback, really. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. The trailer looks fantastic. You know, let us know if you saw any trailers you liked at Comic Con. There was so much that came out. Um, the, oh man, oh man, that Godzilla trailer. Yeah. Jeez, man, that's so awesome. I love the fact that that's the only way that you, the world can survive. Yeah. The reason why I like that idea is you're not sitting there just relying heavily on seeing a tail go through buildings and stuff. Yeah. You actually have a storyline, a plot line, and then you have the animals that go with it. So, I would um, just hope that they bring in Kong too. Cause they had teased it at the end of, Kong. I think that's next. Oh, okay. I think what's going to happen is yeah. those worlds are going to merge in the next one. Okay. There was supposed to be some, like, you know, they had the monster universe, the dark, D, dark, dark, uh, um, universe. universal. Yeah. Well, basically I think what they were going to do was they were going to do an animal, like a monster version one kind of thing. So, you know, let us know. Any any trailers you saw that you liked, uh, Facebook.com, FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Um, one thing that I noticed that everyone was freaking out about, and I'll just kind of, uh, um, Billy D. Williams is going to reprise his role um, as Lando in uh, Star Wars. I'm just kind of like, all right. I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, he's not... You know, been doing much. the last time I loved him was in Scrubs. Oh, okay. Remember him on Scrubs mm-hmm. when he played? He was one of the characters' uncle, and and uh, Turk was freaking out. And he goes, "It's Lando." He goes, "You can call me Billy D." <laughs> He's like, "He played himself." Lando, yeah, he played himself. Yeah, so you know, yeah, he he uh, he, he had a cane in that one, but I don't know if it was a ploy or what, I don't know if it was like a, a a acting point kind of thing. So I don't know if he really is as agile, but yeah. I mean, he's not as big of a character as Han, but I did love, if you ever watched the, um, a family guy, star Wars stuff. Yeah. So I have it on DVD and they had a commentary and they go, and you hear Seth McFarlane laughing. He goes, you notice how we have Lando wearing the same clothes as Han? Because in, uh, Empire Strikes Back, when they're taking off to go get Han, He's wearing Han Solo's clothes in the thing. And he's like, wait, what? He goes, no one called this out back then. He goes, I just think it's really weird that Lando's wearing Han's clothes when he's flying the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So, you know, I thought that was pretty funny. Pretty cool. Um, Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, hey, look, he's going to do it. Whatever. Um, The one thing that I was freaking out about was Nickelodeon ordered uh, new episodes of Rugrats. They did that, Invader Zim, and Cat Dog? Cat Dog, and I think um, they're already doing Double Dare. Okay, yeah. Double Dare's already dialed in. That's with Eliza Koji, right? 
Is she gonna do it? Yeah. I thought it was Mark Summer still doing it. Yeah, no, both of them. Oh, she's gonna do it too. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why she broke up with David Dobrik. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Uh, no, but yeah, no, um, they're bringing back a lot of old stuff because obviously, look, it's, it's all working out for most of these other shows that are doing, you know, comebacks. They're like, Hey, look, yeah. we're going to, you're going to, we're going to reboot this. But then the hilariousness ensued because Twitter was like, what is this? If I worked in that office, I would, I would murder every single person there because they, they modernized Rugrats. Yeah. You can't do that. You gotta leave the animation style, but it's probably more expensive to do that animation style. But here's the thing: what do they do? Who else do they do it with? They did it with Mickey. Mickey and Minnie have the new little style that they go by. So, and that's actually really funny. I don't know if you've ever watched a lot of them. No. Oh man, they're hilarious. Really? Yeah. Like um, in Disney World, when we went a few years back, they were playing it on the bus. Oh yeah, we when I went, they were <laughs> they played the old cartoons. No, no, they were playing the new ones. Oh, like in the new animation, and like they're very. Um, there's a lot of adult context in them, but it, it's really, really funny. Now, I wonder if that's just a Disney World thingy, like trying no, to. No, no, like, it's, it's the that's how they always that's are. That's how the show, yeah, yeah. So if you if you like download the Disney XD or whatever and start watching them, they're like really, really funny. So um, we'll we'll uh, we'll sidetrack from Disney with with Disney into the fact that so Comcast dropped their bid. Yeah, um, I think it had to do with the fact that the basically was that the Exchange Commission or whoever it was. Said that they're oh, never. The FCC. They said they were, they were never going to approve it because they don't have the collateral, the money. It would never be stable, and people don't realize they look at the financial stability of a company too because they don't want someone to buy someone out and then have both the companies go out of business. because yeah. then no one's making money. But now the there's Fox shareholders are suing to stop the acquisition. There's just one dude though. No, he's he's uh, a, he's a, he's, he's heading a, a group. group. Oh, okay. It's only like probably a handful of people. Yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. Exactly. You it's know, already done, like, like, pretty much. It's one of those things. I'm I'm okay with it. I think Disney will probably buy out those guys' shares and just be like, "Here you go, get out of here." We'll see. I mean, <laughs> it it is what it is. I, I've I've watched enough. Um, watching Disney over the years, it's it's been to the point where you know you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Yeah. It's it, there's there's nothing else they can do. They're literally gonna go out there. And they're gonna buy everything. I did. Um, since we're talking about Disney. Do you want to mention the James Gunn thingy? Oh, well, actually, I'll ask you how you feel about it because you're a pretty big fan of him. And he's been part of your MC or <laughs> the social club stuff. Um, well, no, he's not. Well, okay, Sean might be, but so I mean, I, I heard that I've read some of the tweets. The tweets are pretty bad. Yeah, like they're not like, oh, hey, you know, what's up, kid toucher? No, it's like it's 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 tweet after tweet after tweet. Yeah. Um, half of me is like, man, that's not cool. Half of me is like, dumbass, why'd you leave those tweets up if you knew? Because that's the problem is um, he took it pretty well. He was just kind of like, yeah, I know my tweets were pretty bad back then. That's when I was trying to be a shock jock. Um, ironically enough, I'm a huge Office fan. Jenna Fisher was married to him before he became famous. And I'm like, maybe that's why she left him because he had these inappropriate jokes. I don't think it really is, but, you know, you never know. But um, – I mean, everyone's coming to his defense. We, we were reading some stuff before we came on about, you know, like Bobcat Goldthwait had the, the best thing. Bobcat Goldthwait even said he was, I had some comedy material that I regret. And I am a voice in one of your movies. And I'm going to be a voice in one of your in one of your rides. Yeah. And you're not saying anything to me. Yet yeah. he has these jokes. And he goes, you know, and the thing is, is no one's trying to attack um, the validity of what he did. But, you know, certain things 
seem hypocritical on their part. They seem hypocritical on their part. So I get why they did it. I get why they made the decision. I'm fine with it. Um, but now you got Bautista, Dave Bautista's against it. Yeah. Obviously Chris Pratt, what he tweeted wasn't, you know, you know, hundred percent great, but the, the problem is the, the worst one I saw was, is, um, is people saying, you know, song of the South is still readily available. And that's one of the most racist, uh, Disney things out there. And it's still readily available. That's the basis for uh, splash mountain. You yeah. know what I mean? So, it's basically blackface on half of it. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not great, but I mean, I get why they did what they did though, because they have shareholders as well and they can't, they're in a phase right now where you, you can't do anything out of the ordinary. You have to make sure everything is clean. You gotta be clean. You gotta be clean. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to have a change of heart down the road because, um, I didn't think they, they, they. I don't think they thought they were gonna get this much backlash. Yeah, because um, most people I even saw, they're like, "Eh, this is not like it, some of it's child rape." I think that's, that's the most shocking. Some of yeah. it's child rape stuff, and but his explanation was so suave. Like he's like, "Look, I used to post stuff to get shock value before he was really anybody." So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I know. Uh, Disney very rarely goes back on what they say unless yeah. they get backlash, which that's what happened with the L.A. Times. They uh, blackballed some of their people from going to the movies because they didn't like a business report from mm. the L.A. Times. Now they're invited. Uh, they're invited again, but so I heard rumors of Taika Waititi taking over, which I'm like, that makes sense because he did Thor. Yeah, they and, said that, that was an option. People were yeah. pushing like, hey, have him do it, and I guarantee. Here's the funny part. This wasn't happen. So the script's done for th- the third Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. He had a hand in that. Yeah. So. No matter what, he's going to get paid. You're saying? Or- <laughs> no, I have a feeling you're, we're going to we're going to watch the movie and then you're going to see his name somewhere on there, and you'd be like, "What's the point of kicking him off the film if you're still giving him a film credit? If you're still going to he's still going to be making money? Yeah. Because you can't void his contract. Yeah. Kind of like the like if you saw the Last Incredibles, you see John Lasseter. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, why would you let him taint that film? Obviously, he didn't care that much. Yeah. It's all about, you know. And then um, what was the, oh, the Bobcat, the best one is um, because people forget that uh, Woods. Disney owns. Um, oh, Powder. They own Miramax, yeah. which made Powder. Yeah. What has, was this have child rape in it too in that one? Uh, yeah, I think that that was a pretty gnarly movie. I remember. Right. That. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, you know, um why is that movie still readily available? If you're that hard bent on old stuff, yeah, you know what I mean. So you know, just everyone remember um, as school does start to come to start. You know, tell your kids, tell your brothers and sisters, whatever you put on the internet is there forever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because even if you delete it, somebody must have screenshotted it at some point. It's in, it's insane when you see these sports guys get in trouble and they legit like deleted it two seconds later yeah. and it's 500 people have it screenshotted. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. Just be safe. Um, you know, uh, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com, Fumblecast. Let us know how you feel Think about you this, this, this James Gunn thingy because it can have repercussions because everyone praises what's his face that was his, uh, what's the director that lives abroad now because he can't come back to the United States. Uh, Roman Polanski? Yeah. Yeah. He's an amazing director but he, he was what? And he had sex with an underage 
something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so everyone praises him, but everyone wants to get on this bandwagon about someone making a joke about yeah. child rape. So yeah. it's one of those things. Um, we'll go to – we had one last thing that I thought was weird about the um, DC. So it was yeah. kind of cool. So Gal, Gal Gadot – that's what's funny. It's not, it's not Godot. I found that out. It's Godot. Mm-hmm. I think it's what it is. Because she had some video where she was going over how to say her name. <laughs> um, but she dressed up as Wonder Woman, went to a children's hospital, went mm-hmm. around visiting the kids. That was awesome. And then at Comic-Con, they say that technically Wonder Woman is a sequel, but it's not a sequel. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and basically what they're saying is they approach this as another film. I get that. Don't give me this artistic thingy about, oh, it's a new movie completely. I get it. I love comics. Comics restart. Same character, same Batman, same Wonder Woman, different storyline. I get it. I want to know how Steve Trevor's still alive. That's all I care about. I don't care about anything else but figuring out why that dude's still alive. So um, they didn't really give any much info on it besides that. And I don't know if they're trying to play everything close to the vest because they're worried that people are going to – start bashing, you know, the the DC movies because of everything that's been going on with how much people hated Batman versus Superman, people that hated Justice League. I mean, I feel like the Flash movie has been being filmed for, what, seven years now? Yeah. Well, it's just like rewrite after rewrite after Lost Producer after this after that, you know. It's just not good. And it seems to happen often with these DC films where, like, they just rewrite or re recast and... Now, you know, I don't know. I think they're trying to recapture the Dark Knight success, but you can't mimic another movie. It's no. it's you can't. Yeah. It's over with. You like know. I said if they, if they, if if Shazam is as good as what the trailer is showing, I think they got to start kind of following that pattern. We'll we'll know how good Shazam is by when Aquaman comes out. Yeah. If Shazam gets pushed forward, we know that they think that Shazam is a saving grace. Yeah. So if Aquaman doesn't do good, and all of a sudden Shazam is pushed up a month or two, we know, you know. Who's, so who's supposed to come out first? Uh, I'm. I think because Aquaman comes out in November. Oh, okay. Let's. I'll tell you right now because I have it all right here because I'm uh, the Shaz- the Shazam one. I, I'm still surprised. Like I didn't know what to expect because I'm not. A, I never really followed Shazam. So it comes out next year. Oh, okay. 2019. Same with Aquaman. April April fifth. Oh, expected okay. April fifth, twenty nineteen. It's a little close to Infinity War two, huh? Maybe they're that strong about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh yeah, I'm just kinda like, all right, you know, we'll see what happens. Um so uh also from Comic Con we had the release of the Venom like more stills, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Comparing Oh uh, from Entertainment Weekly and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um and a cool one was they at Comic Con uh Tom Hardy said the reason why he took the character was because his son loved the character. So I'm like, that's just really cool. Yeah. Getting some insight on that. Um, you know, Comic-Con had just so much stuff going on. Um, I want to end this. I want to end this podcast, though, super controversially, though. Um, so, so, okay, so, um, so well, I didn't even know this, but they're they're doing a RoboCop sequel called RoboCop Returns. Okay. Neil well, Blom- they just did another one before. Neil Blomkamp is going to do it. No, I know, but that one didn't do very good. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot too. Yeah. Um, it's hard to. This, my problem is though is the dude that played. Uh, um, he was on Altered Carbon, right? He was Altered Carbon. Yeah. He was on um, that one that was on uh, AMC, The Killing. 
Oh, okay. He was the recovering uh, addict uh, cop. So I, it's hard to take him seriously when I see him doing, you know, different stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, so Neil Bonkamp's going to do that one. And I'm just kind of like, all right, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. Um, I think that they, you know, are diving so deep on certain things. Um, I mean, I'm not stoked, but I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. What I am stoked for, stoked for is the new Judge Dredd. You okay. see that? They finished the script. And even that one, I like that one, the Dread. The new that one was that one was, but here's the reason why people didn't like it. Uh, don't uh, don't call it a sequel or a, a re a uh, reboot reboot when it's not the same storyline. Nothing's the same. Yeah. So uh, let's see, Judge Dredd. It has it just says a bunch of stuff about um, Tyler. It was a it's a TV show. Oh. Speaking of quick, really quick uh, little mention, um, I watched Queen of the South, and, and have you ever watched that show? Mm. Excellent show. But anyway, um, they've been doing some ads. Come mm. September 5th, they're doing a Purge 10-episode miniseries. Really? Yeah. So really? It's USA. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I saw a funny joke that someone goes, well, they need to do a, a Purge movie as the day after. Yeah. And it was like, hey, uh, where's Fred in accounting? And you have to sit there and act like you didn't just bash his head in the yeah. night before. <laughs> so, um, but it's going to be called, so the, the, the TV pile, the TV show was just Judge Dredd Mega City 1. Hmm. So, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, I never can get enough Judge Dredd. Yeah. Um, so, one thing I wanted to talk about. Let us know what we say on our, our social media, Facebook.com, FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed this new trend where – so, um, like, Riverdale is coming back. I think it's end of September mm-hmm. or it's October. Um, I still got to watch that whole season. But, yeah. Yeah. But um, what they'll do is they release so many of the episode title names. Mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And then, it's, then the rest is like question marks. and. But they, they, they advertise the releasing of the names like it's something something huge. Okay. And I don't know if it's like – because, I mean, I remember um, – what was it? I think it was, was it Friends was the one that every episode had a certain title before it even started. Like when it would like that's what they used to do like in the nineties. It'd be like, oh, the one with blank, the one with but the same with Frasier. Frasier the same thing, and the title would show up beforehand what the title of the episode was. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, are they trying to create a new trend where you're almost like you're watching what everything's going on, looking to see if the title has anything to do, looking with to see if anything to do with it, and you're trying to redirect. I guess that was pretty interesting. I saw a huge thing because they, I think they released. Um, like half the new shows that are coming out this fall, they released the first six episodes to try and get you uh, enticed to watch it. So uh, that was, you know, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so the first controversial thing we want to talk about is Scarlett Johansson backed out of that movie where she was going to play a transgender woman, I believe. Oh, okay. And it was huge backlash. They're like, there's so many transgender women many as well that could play the roles and i want to get your take on how do you feel about the effect of basically you can go to social media and if it gains enough steam you could literally change the direction of a movie i mean how do you feel about us having that capability um i mean they've they've been doing that what for some time now even like with like petition.org and you know where you have like 
campaign where, hey, I need I need everybody to back this up because this is what I feel and whatever. Um, <clears throat> it's good and bad in the sense of, you know, the, the creative process gets dampened easily because the people that are originally trying to create this product for you have now like been told, no, we don't like that. Let's do it a, a whole different way. And who knows how long this person's been working on this project for, you know, it could be like the last like five years of their life they've dedicated to the story. And now because somebody didn't like something about it, it's going to have to be changed. So that's what I said. That's the good and bad of it. The good is, you know, the whole de- democratic process of it. Uh, the bad is, you know, kind of crapping on the person who wanted to do the project initially. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, I mean, the, the key thing for me is, is um, a lot of people don't like certain people in certain roles. Like everybody was anti um, Benedict Cumberbatch playing Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I think he's the only person that could have played Doctor yeah. Strange. Makes sense. Because he looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the the thing that I have a problem with is, all right, oh, he doesn't even look like this person. Oh, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like that. But you don't, yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, that's what... Well, didn't everybody give, like, uh, Marvel, like, crap about uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for, like, the longest time? True. And now you're, like, he is Wolverine. He is Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, and the same thing is, is people people don't realize that, you know, everyone was like, oh, Ryan Reynolds, he's going to be a horrible Deadpool. I'm like, no, he lives, the, his life's goal was to make a Deadpool movie. So I, I think people jump the gun too soon. I do understand the complaints from these people because if it's like, the, the one I don't, like, so she's already had controversy with uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Cultural her. appropriation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not Asian or whatever. Right. Um, and I don't think that if it was a uh, Asian themed movie, it would have been a problem because they have American characters in it, whatever, you know, they have stuff like that. But um, when you have that much bad publicity, they're looking, I think what people are looking at now is the effect that fans had on solo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone, my favorite thing was someone tweeted out, they go, they go, um, Oh, yeah, way to go, fanboys. Because of you, no more standalone films. Yeah. Which I don't think that is really, I think it's just temporary. I think what they're doing is letting everything die down and they'll reannounce with a different director, something like that, a Boba Fett or an Obi Wan film. I don't know if you've said it or if we've heard it, it's like somewhere else that the worst um, critics of Star Wars are Star Wars fans. Yep. Yeah. 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 They're horrible people. Yeah. They, they're like the, I think they even, I think on, um, I was reading an article where, uh, Matt Groening, um, what do you call it, modeled the comic book guy after Star Wars fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, actually. I, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because yeah. the problem I have, you know, look, look, I love Star Wars. I love everything about it. I'm a big Star Wars fan. But I, um, like, for me personally, it's all about, you know, uh, fantasy and whimsy. It's like it takes you away. Yeah. And the problem we have now is too many people want, well, this is not factually correct based on the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to hear from you, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I would have asked you. I don't, I'm not, I'm not asking you. Yeah. You know, I'm, everyone loves him. I hate him now <laughs> because he's that guy now. Yeah. He has to be that jerk that tries to ruin everything. Yeah. And now he's gotten to the point where now he has to be like, he tiptoes because he realizes he was being a jerk. Yeah. So now basically what he does is he's like, well, you know, this is the case for, for some people. Like he, he, now he can't, he can't he be definitive. To, he has to make it vague. Exactly. And it bothers me because, you know, 
you want people to be creative. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make like so? Let's say, let's say this. Uh, if it was, if Steven Spielberg were to be born now and started, we wouldn't yeah. get any of the great movies that he got. I don't know if that's adding. Oh no, I don't hear anything. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> um, but it was one of those things where I just you know you you so Spielberg, you, you, all these iconic films wouldn't be made today. There's yeah. no way. There's too many. There's too many chefs in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. And the joke, like, if you um, listen to any of the podcasts, like, how did this get made or we hate movies, they always mention, like, there was seven or ten or twenty writers in this film and you can feel it. Yeah. And that's the problem now is, is that uh, people come in and they rewrite and they rewrite and they rewrite and they rewrite. And so the original vision is nothing what it was before. And that's why I do like, like, people don't realize, like, if you see someone uncredited, like, um, I listened to a podcast that had, uh, we hate movies about runaway bride. There's a lot of people in that movie that are semi-famous who are uncredited. So, which yeah. means they were like, nah, I ain't messing with this movie. Yeah. So now everyone's like, well, I need to be in a movie. And like we talked about a long time ago, they'll put anyone in a movie just because they have so many followers. Yeah. And it's like. So now all the creative control is out of the director's hands because, like, uh, John Krasinski, who Jim from The Office, who did A Quiet Place, he wrote that film. And the only reason why his wife played a part in it was because she read it and she looked at him and was like, I have to play this part. He goes, I agree. He kept asking her to do it. And that's what I used to like about, like, all these independent films. They write the role for the person, not the other way around. So they have a concept – like with uh, Jordan Peele and Get Out, yeah. I guess there's an alternate ending. I didn't haven't I haven't seen the alternate ending, but you know, like he said, he goes if 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 it would have ended the alternate way, it wouldn't be the film that he wanted. And they he filmed it for I believe for the studio to be like this is what you wanted to see, yeah. but it was this is what it should be kind of thing. And you know, I just hope they don't take the creativeness away from these movies and things like that. I mean. uh I can't even remember if it was this year or, with, or it was last year, uh, Three Billboards Outside Building, Missouri. Th- that's a, that's an amazing movie. Yeah. I, I loved it. And you're going to lose those kind of movies if you start getting too, like I said earlier, letting people decide who's in it, who's yeah. not. Um, but I understand in this case with Scarlett Johansson being respectful, bowing out. There, It's not like the part was written for no. her. You know. Yeah. And and. I'm sure she's got other stuff going on. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, Victor, now he messages me. Um, so, the last thing I want to talk about that I thought it was kind of funny. So, I, I haven't watched a movie in a long time besides the Harry Potter one. Okay. So, I saw I Feel Pretty was on. I'm like, All right, I'm going to watch it. And I fully went into this going, oh, this is going to be so gross, so disgusting. Because everyone was talking about how bad it was, about how it's about, uh, oh, she'll wish she feel pretty as if she hits her head. Yeah. Uh, so a minor spoiler, spoilers, possibly not too much, but I felt the complete opposite about this movie. Yeah. It was literally her finding out that she was fine to begin with, mm-hmm. and people loved her confidence because she was still big. She's not even big. She's just bigger. She thought she thought she was super skinny, like a model, because what you're all around all these models. And uh, what I think is funny is one of her best friends, Nikki Glaser, who's super skinny, is in it. 
And is it kind of like Shallow Hell? Um, it's like Shallow Hell, but they give her they give her more props for being so positive about her body. Gotcha. Whereas, like in Shallow Hell, they're like, "Why are you with her?" Like yeah. you know, they're being mean. There, there's no malice. It's a different time too. There's no malice about it. Yeah, but. I the complaint I think they got was is when she loses it and she's like, oh my god, how do I get it back? So she's trying to cause it to happen again. But um, Roy Scoville, who I love, mm-hmm. he he plays her boyfriend in it and he's fantastic. Like he's um, one of the complaints probably that, like so it's a little bit of a spoiler. They go to like do a bikini contest and she just wears a shirt and her shorts. And he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Um, he's just like, yeah. He's like, all right, you know. And <clears throat> freaking David Tell plays the host. Mm-hmm. And he's like going like, all right. And he goes, I hope the, the funny joke on that one was is I hope she looks a lot better than the way she writes because I can't read any of this that she wrote down. <laughs> and it's fun, like a little comedic yeah. thing. But they end up cheering her in the end. So... It's not like the funny part is, is there's no no part of this does she tell them, oh look how skinny I am. Yeah, she's saying like fill my abs to yeah. this the girl that works at Soul Cycle. Speaking of which, I will never go to a Soul Cycle ever because if that's what it's like, like it is in the movie, yeah. forget that. It's garbage. They're elitists and they're horrible people in this movie. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I I liked the movie. I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't slapstick. It wasn't oh it was so funny. It was more of like um, it was almost like it was supposed to be shallow hell comedy esque, but there was some heartfelt stuff in it. Yeah. Um, I love Busy Phillips in it. She plays one of her friends who's quote unquote normal kind of yeah. thing, and um, uh, I hated Michelle Williams in this. I hated her so much. She, I love Michelle. So Williams. that means she did a great job. Then no, no, she has this annoying voice. That's her thing. Like the big thing in this movie is that everyone has a hang up. Okay. So hers is that she's got this weird whispery voice like this, and that's how she talks. And knowing how she talks normally, I'm like, nah, you needed to get someone that wasn't known because yeah. I know what her voice sounds like, and I'm just annoyed. And um, what I really liked about it was, is you know, everyone bashed it, but there's a point where this girl's crying, and it's they bring out the old adage, you know, find uh, a guy dating a, uh, find a really hot girl, I'll find a guy who's tired of dating her. And that's what happens with this girl. She's beautiful. And she's like, wait, he dumped you? And she's like encouraging her, like telling her, hey, you're good. Don't worry about it. You're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then she realizes in herself kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. But I think everyone should watch it. Um, I actually. How many thumbs up do you give it? Huh? How many thumbs up do you give it? I give it one thumbs up. Okay. Um, I'm actually a very anti-Amy Schumer too. The wife hates that I'm anti her. But I don't like – she has hecklers thrown out of her shows. Yeah. So I'm like, no, that's not the way it works. Yeah. And there wasn't even, it wasn't even like, it wasn't like, you know, show us your boot. It wasn't like that. Like he said something and they go security escort him out because she was getting political and he was like, tell some jokes. Yeah. And she wasn't, she's like, no, this is more important. And I would get frustrated too. I'm like, if I wanted to come to a talk about something political, I would go to a talk about something political. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying I'm anti her. I just have this kind of thing where I go in a little cautious. Yeah, because she was in that one. Um, was it Kidnapped? <coughs> was that what uh, it was called? The one with Goldie Hunt? Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember. Snatched. The title. Snatched. Haven't seen that one either. Not bad either. I'm yeah. almost okay. okay. I'm almost okay with that one too. Um, I saw um, Overboard yesterday. That was good. Oh, really? Yeah, I dug it. Um, with the with the uh, horrible, horrible Anna Ferris who cheated on her husband, and that's why they broke up. Yeah, Allegedly, it is. It's so a, it was good though. It's good. You like so you like it was the the role reversal. Did it play well? Yeah, no, it was just good. Okay, uh, I dig it. Because I was always I'm, I'm wondering, I was wondering. I'm like I wonder because there's no kids involved in this, is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Okay, so it's the exact same as the original one, just flip flop. Just flip flop. Okay, yeah, it's good. I'm optimistic. I like the guy that plays um, the guy. Oh, okay. He's pretty funny. Yeah, his. Um it's like a big soap star, or not soap star, but like a big like uh, sitcom star in okay. Mexico and stuff. Hey, you know what's really funny is you ever watch Jane the Virgin? Yeah, the dad from that is a huge uh, novella oh, yeah. star. Yeah, I had no idea. I uh, was at my grandma's house and I saw it and I go, "Wait, that's the guy from Jane the Virgin." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he really is in novellas. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. Yeah, a little double dipping right there. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's so good. I was trying to think. I think I I've heard of him because he was in um, How to Be a Latin Lover or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So he's in that one, and I think I've seen him in, like, some of those ones where it's, um, he's in another one that is, like, half Spanish-speaking. Yeah. So. They, have, they have a lot of Spanish and Overboard. Okay. So the cool thing is, um, you know, it has a whole Latin flair. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. That's like, good. It's almost like a novella. So what, so, <laughs> so as we close this, uh, what are you looking forward to the most to see movie-wise? Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, and obviously Infinity War. It's coming <laughs> next year. Yeah, I'm really excited for a oh, couple Godzilla of those. Too. Damn. There's just so many. So many. Um, I'm trying to think. Netflix has some movies coming out, too. There's this one coming out with uh, David Spade. It's like Father of the Year, I think. Oh. Yeah, that one looks really funny. Uh, the one with Kristen Bell. You see each other for that one? Mm-mm. It's uh, Kristen Bell, Seth Rogen, and... Oh, um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, yeah. That one looks really good. Yeah. So I was Netflix surprised. Netflix is going to be coming out with some goodies, too. I think what they're doing, so they did announce um, that Teen Titans are going to be, like, the first show to be on the, uh, the DC, DC network. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of stuff is coming out on Netflix because they're trying to recoup for everything they're going to lose mm-hmm. in the next two years. Yeah. Um, I'm still surprised they put The Last Jedi on there. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to remove it, like, in six months. I go, okay, whatever, yeah. float your boat. I think it's to give everybody a taste like we talked about when they first announced that, like, hey, Disney's just going to give you all this stuff. But then, like, they'll be like, hey, you're going to lose this. You better come to us. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have Fox stuff, too, then. Yeah. Not TV stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie stuff, but still. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean. Yeah. And then, um, supposedly, they said that uh, Comic-Con, they released a new um, cutscene from Deadpool 2 involving Logan. Hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see what that was. I heard he's also in here too. Cutscene with Omega Red. Really? Yeah. That's a cool shirt. I know. I like it. It's awesome. We'll have to put it on. All right. <laughs> it looks like Iron Man's hand coming from behind him too. No, that's uh, one of his tentacles. Oh. Yeah. Wait, does he have a claw like Wolverine? Is re- oh, Wolverine's punching through. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. I'm admiring his shirt. Yeah, it's a beautiful shirt. So we want to thank you all for putting up with us for this long. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to be a little spotty while we're I'm making some changes at my house. So we'll try and get them out to you at least once a week, if not every two weeks. You know, yeah. we're making an effort at it. We're both very busy right now. Yes. But make sure you go to Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, Instagram, FOMO podcast. 
patreon.com slash FOMOcast. And then make sure to go to the Pod Bros Network, Pod Bros. podbros.com, to get all these amazing podcasts that when we're not here, you're listening to them. And then you can learn different stuff. They, there's, they do some – some of those guys do deep um, on uh, certain movies, stuff like that. You know, uh, I've been driving a lot. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. So I, um, I recently, because I do a lot of driving as well, I recently started getting back into regular radio. But I've been listening to 92.3 The Vine. It's a lot of oldies. It's awesome. Where's that at? Modesto. It is. Yeah. I've been listening to 97.5 because I, I commute to Fresno. Yeah. And it stays all the way through. Um, and uh, Omega 100 too. It's like a hip hop station, but it's like all like 90s and 2000s. I remember back in the day when they used to be able to be uncensored on the radio at night, oh, yeah. and you hear the gangster rap on at night. And I, one time I was listening, and I'm like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Did you say that?" I'm like, yeah. oh, "All right, yeah, that's pretty cool." But yeah, you know, let us know on there. And like I said, Pod Bros has been helping us out so much; they're fantastic. Um, I'm very pleased to be on this network that's so supportive of all of his different podcasts. And you know, who else would make a Teespring? Where you, you can put your shirts out there for your followers to have, and uh, I'm gonna yell at Victor, and be like, "Get the I have hats coming." You know, <laughs> we're gonna put that on the page eventually when we get them. Um, so uh, we're working on that. We're working on big things, and once I get my new studio set up, I'll actually have like an actual studio for us to record in, hopefully, and cool. it'd be nice and easy to to record more frequently and leave everything set up and not put it up and pack it away and put yeah. it up and pack it away. And, <laughs> So, uh, you know, for, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Arnaldo. See you next time. See you.